0: greetings in the name of jesus this is rob hames this is 15 minutes with jesus wherever two or three are gathered together in my name jesus said there am i in the midst of them to those of you who love him in truth mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied today we're going to talk about a precious cornerstone let's turn to isaiah 28 verse 14 therefore hear the word of the lord you scornful men who rule this people, who are in Jerusalem. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with Sheol we are in agreement. When the overflowing scourge passes through, it will not come to us, for we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. Therefore thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation, A tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. Also, I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the plummet. The hail will sweep away the refuge of lies and the waters will overflow the hiding place. Your covenant with death will be annulled and your agreement with Sheol will not stand. When the overflowing scourge passes through, then you will be trampled down by it. As often as it goes out, it will take you. For morning by morning it will pass over, and by day and by night it will be a terror just to understand the report. 1 Corinthians three eleven, For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. There is no other sure foundation. There is no other hiding place. Psalm 32, verse 1. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones waxed old through my groaning all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledge my sin to you, and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble you shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Through faith in Christ, in His sacrifice on the cross, and His resurrection from the dead, you will be able to stand when the overflowing scourge passes through. Jesus is a sure foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone upon whom is built by him his church. Let's turn to 1 Peter 2, verse 1. Therefore, laying aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as to a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore it is also contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense. They stumble, being disobedient to the word, to which they also were appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him, who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works which they observe Glorify God in the day of visitation. Verse 21, For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example, that you should follow his steps, who committed no sin, nor was deceit found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, And let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. In Matthew 21, we see Jesus riding upon a donkey's colt, entering triumphantly into Jerusalem. He entered into the temple, he cleansed the temple, and the children worshipped him in the temple. The next morning, he came and taught in the temple. Let's turn to verse 23 of Matthew 21. And when he came into the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people confronted him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? But Jesus answered and said to them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you will tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, where was it from, from heaven or from men? And they reasoned among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the multitude, for all count John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus and said, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. He answered and said, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and went. Then he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said to him, The first. Jesus said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that tax collectors and harlots enter the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But tax collectors and harlots believed him. And when you saw it, you did not afterward relent and believe him. As Jesus was in the temple, the Pharisees were confronting him. And in verse 33, he said, Hear another parable. There was a certain landowner who planted a vineyard and set a hedge about it, dug a winepress in it, and built a tower. And he leased it to vinedressers and went into a far country. Now when the vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the vinedressers that they might receive its fruit. And the vinedressers took his servants, beat one, killed one, and stoned another. Again he sent other servants, more than the first, and they did likewise to them. Then, last of all he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the vinedressers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took him and cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those vinedressers? The Pharisees said to him, He will destroy those wicked men miserably and lease his vineyard to other vinedressers who will render to him the fruits in their seasons. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the Scriptures the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a nation bearing the fruits of it. And whoever falls on this stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Now when the chief priests and Pharisees heard his parables, they perceived that he was speaking of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitudes because they took him for a prophet. Whenever you come to Jesus with all your heart, In repentance and faith in His sacrifice for you on the cross, He will begin to lead you in righteous paths, to cleanse you and break you to pieces by His word, so that you will be conformed into His image. If you reject Him and will not come to Him, He will fall upon you in judgment, and you will be ground to powder. In Luke chapter 3, verse 16, John the Baptist said, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Let's turn back to Isaiah 28. Verse 14. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you scornful men who rule this people who are in Jerusalem. Because you have said, We have made a covenant with death, and with Sheol are we in agreement. When the overflowing scourge passes through, it will not come to us. For we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehood we have hidden ourselves. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone for a foundation a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. Whoever believes will not act hastily. This is exactly what has been happening since the days of Jesus until now. Jesus said many false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders. Take heed that you be not deceived. Many, many people are being deceived and making lies their refuge they are hiding themselves under falsehood. They believe they have a covenant with death and hell and that they will escape the overflowing scourge when it comes. Folks, it is coming. The wrath of God is coming. Your covenant with death will be annulled. Your agreement with hell will not stand. There is only one hiding place. His name is Jesus. He is the stone of which the builders rejected, who has become the chief cornerstone. Every knee shall bow to him, and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord to the glory of God the Father. It is not enough to say, Lord, Lord, and then go and do as you please. He must be Lord of you. He sacrificed himself to save you from your sins and from the wrath to come. You are bought with a price. You are not your own. Will you continue to steal and lie and commit adultery and then come and stand before him in his house and call on his name? It won't work. Jesus will say to you someday, Depart from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Will you love him? Will you repent of your sins, your pride, and your rebellion? James chapter 4. Verse 4. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. But he gives more grace, therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up.